Good morning, good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy, your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? How y'all doing in the cafe? Are you ready for some hot and steamy conversation this morning? What you drinking on? What you sipping on? Carmel Macchiato? That's my favorite beverage right there. That's how I get my day started. Hot and steamy. My mom and I had a fantastic relationship. This, this is Stephen, and I just wanted to share. You should always be in a place where you're celebrated. Life is too short to stay somewhere and tolerate If you cannot help a person, don't hurt them, especially with my It's just whole essences that bring out the best in other people. It's something that touches other people, and that's what your show does. It doesn't. It's not just conversation as you started. It actually has a purpose.
Also, your girl, Virgo, right here. Virgo Nation, every month, all month, Virgo, Virgo, Virgo. It's always in the building, always in the house. And along with me is my main man, Brandon. Good morning, B. You ready for the show today? He ain't ready. He ain't ready. Okay, he ain't Well, listen, our show today, uh, we're going to bring Brandon back on while he get his mic adjusted. That's what happens when you hang out and you got to get up and go to work. Y'all know what that's about, right? You can't hang out and be out your mind, and you got to get up and empower and work for the people. It doesn't work like that. But he'll be right with us. But let me tell you a little bit about our show today. Our title is Life and Love with the Astrologist Psychic Wayne. Life and Love with the Astrologist Psychic Wayne. Now, Psychic Wayne is originally from the Atlanta area. He's a third-generational psychic with over 20 years of experience. He specializes in tarot and owns over 20 different decks. His clients come from all walks of life, all walks of life, including some of Hollywood's A-list stars, such as Wanda Sykes, yes, she's had a reading, Wanda Sykes, yes, Mario Lopez, Brian McKnight, Ricky Smiley, Claudia Jordan, and Hill Hopper, to name just a few. Well, today, folks, Psychic Wayne is in the cafe with your girl, and uh, we're going to talk about some things. We're going to talk about astrology. We're going to talk about love, and we're going to talk about life. So let's welcome to the cafe, Psychic Wayne. Good morning, brother. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. A little early over here, so I'm having my coffee and trying to get perked up here. (laughs) That'll do it. That'll do it. What kind of coffee are you having, and what kind of condiments do you put in your cup? Oh, um, it's called Vanilla Cream, and I only use the um, the Coffee Mate just a little bit. The I think it's called um, I don't know, Swiss something. I don't. I'm not a big big coffee drinker, but you know when I have to be alert, you know I'll go ahead and, and make up a little bit. And I I don't drink like Starbucks and all that stuff because it makes me bounce off the walls. It's too strong, so I make mine a little light, you know. Well, you know, you uh, sound like a person who knows how to measure things as you measure your energy. <laughs> you know just what it takes to give you the right balance, to give you the right output. So we, we're in for a treat. And you know, Wayne, normally I would be drinking coffee, but today I'm drinking tea. Uh, I'm drinking tea because I'm a little under the weather, a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, I thought tea would go would go well with having a psychic on on the show. You know, I just thought it would be nice to have tea. So I'm having okay. organic. I agree. I agree with that. Now, I will say to you that um, I work really hard to break these stereotypes. I think the gypsy thing is cute and cool. <laughs> but when I show up at these different venues, people expect me to look like, you know, not look like a gypsy, but they expect me to look a little bit different than I look. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, yeah. I'm just like a regular black person, a regular black man with a with a goatee and a bald head. But they think I'm gonna come in with um a sheik a dashiki on, or come in on a magic carpet or something like that. So. <laughs> 
Well, ladies, uh, check out his website. He's actually a cute black man, real cute. So, I mean, you can easily go into a listening to this gentleman. He's very sexy, very handsome, living out there, uh-huh. living the lifestyle in L.A. So, all right. So, so, listen, you have been doing this for over, 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 well over 20 years. And I remember you telling me that you did your first reading as a kid. What was that like? Well, I've always been drawn to this kind of thing. And, you know, and I explained to you also, me and my aunt and I, we would talk about, you know, different things about the future and how how dreams would give you messages and that kind of thing. So to me, it was pretty normal. But as I grew older, especially into my teen years, college years, I didn't tell a lot of people about my interest in this stuff. And you probably understand why, you know, because of how people look at it, how people view it, because they don't understand how it really works. And people think think what I do is about predicting the future. Well, that's a side effect of it, but what I do is about understanding who we are, understanding why certain events happen and that kind of thing. That's what it's about. You know, you know Wayne, I, um, I believe that we all have, a little bit of energy that we can tap into that can um, give us a warning, give us a sign, provide some sort of protection for us if we tap into it, and which I, I think is intuition, you know. I, I think that we all have the ability to tap into some things that is happening in our immediate area that will give us an inclination that something is wrong or something is, is, is not right. So is being psychic a part of um, just understanding energy, or is it really about science? No, I don't think it's scientific at all. I think we're all built with some type of intuition. You know, you, you've been where you get a feeling about something or about a person, and most times you're right. It's just that because I do it for a living, it's a little bit different from your everyday, you know, feelings or what have you. So, no, we all have intuition. Some people have stronger intuition than others. Some people don't really listen to it. Some people listen to it at different times in their lives. So, no, we all have it. I've just kind of grown into a way where I exercise it by helping other people. But we all have it. And you know what? When I Well, we'll talk about that a little bit later, but it's, it's a strong intuition, which I think that you have as well. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you, thank you. I, I appreciate that, that, that how you spent that in a positive way. Because my family says, and my friends out there, we're trying to tell them how to run their how to run their lives. I've been trying to help some people out. You know, I'm glad you appreciate that as a professional. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you know, and and I don't come off as telling people what to do. I mean, you know, I I don't think that that's the right way to do it. Um, if people need clarity or they, they need some understanding, then we talk about that, and, and I try to give them that clarity, you know. But I'm never going to be like, well, you need to do this, and you shouldn't have done that, you know, because what I do is all about no judgment. That's why people come to me, because if they go to their girlfriend, they're going to be like, well, you crazy. I, I don't really come from that angle. So, you know, I, I remember my grandmother used to – be very much into dreams. 
and mm-hmm. um, there is said that there is some value or perspective in dreams. What what's your opinion about dreams, and how should we treat them? Wow, well, that's going to be that's a different subject for me, and I'll tell you this: since I was probably nine years old, I whatever I dream, it's the opposite of what happens. I have no idea why or what. But dreams are about definitely, um, you know, it's about symbolisms from our higher higher self. For me, I mean, some people dream and it literally happens, but that doesn't happen for me. So I actually like to have bad dreams because I know everything is going to be okay. And that started, I think I was about in the third or fourth grade, and we were going to have this big spelling test. And the night before, I had a dream that, you know, that I got a zero, and I got a hundred on it, and I didn't think a lot about it after that. But things like that continue to happen, and they continue to happen to this very day. That what I dream ends up happening the opposite. A little bit odd. So, but some people they can dream about. Uh, people get freaked out when they dream about snakes and all this stuff. That has to do with kind of our fears or our emotional things that we have in the back of our mind. And the truth of it is, a snake, you know. <laughs> I don't need to go down this avenue, but I'll say this. Um, it's the Bible that made the snake evil and slick and that kind of thing. A snake in the Egyptian days symbolized wisdom. That's why on the medical symbol, when you go to the doctor, you know that thing with the two snakes around it? Hmm? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's because the snake, the snake has the answers. But... I, again, going back to the dreams itself, if people have different dreams and you get different messages from it. No, nobody to me has the same kind of system of dreams, you know, and mine is definitely, definitely different than most. Because I, I love to have nightmares because, like I said, I know everything is going to be okay after that. So that, would, would it be, um, I know like for me, um, I remember learning from hearing that when you dream about fish, mm-hmm. um, it was a sign of, 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 of pregnancy. And so just kind of looking at how images mean things in dream life, images also mean, mean things in this whole psychic um, world because fish means life. Is that correct? Right. Well, fish has to do with spirit and and. No, oh boy. See, I keep going down these avenues <laughs> and getting off the subject. Um, fish has to do with water and emotion. And that's how it. That's what it's associated with in astrology. And also, a lot of people may not know this is that the reason that the fish is the symbol for Christianity is because Jesus was a Pisces, and people don't know that, <laughs> but he was a Pisces. The alignment at his birth. It was about three or four planets in Pisces. And when you talk about astrology, different signs, what they do what we call they own or rule certain things in life. Pisces owns compassion, which Jesus is. It owns spirituality, which Jesus was spiritual. So, yeah, that's, that's how that works. So fish definitely is, it has to do with symbolism. I, I never associated it with pregnancy, but I always heard that. It's more of a wise tale to me. So. Okay. Now, why, why is it that um, when you say that Jesus was a Pisces, you know I'm confused because we mm-hmm. are in the month of September, and, uh, which is just two months late from 
December in which um, everyone had Christmas trees and running around buying gifts and celebrating the birth of Jesus. It was in December. So I know we, mm-hmm. we're not going to make this the focus of our show, but I would like for you to tap into um, that mindset as to what you just mentioned about Jesus being uh, a Pisces and what we know or have become with that he was born in December, or at least we celebrate it in December. Let me say that. Right. It's only celebrated in December. Let me just say, first of all, Historians don't know when he was born, but they all agree that it wasn't in December. That date comes from in ancient times when the people would have these big celebrations, and it had to do with astrology. They were, they were celebrating the planet Saturn. Okay, And so the emperors who made all the decisions about who's going to do what, and they wanted everybody to become a Christian, they said, well, we're going to celebrate Jesus' birthday you know, around this Saturn celebration, so maybe that way y'all will convert to Christianity and be a Christian too. So that's how it started being December 25th. And it also has to do with um, <clears throat> what's called the winter solstice, which that's a whole other thing. The winter solstice is when the sun tilts away from the earth, right? So that's kind of saying that the sun, S-U-N, the son of God, yeah, we're celebrating him going away or, or going to sleep or what have you. It's just so much, and I'm sorry that I, that I can't really get it out the way that I want to because I'm trying to be brief about it, but there's no real way to be brief about that. So kind of in a nutshell, the reason that Jesus' birthday is celebrated in December, it has to do with a bigger celebration that the pagans, which are non-Christians, used to have, and the emperor wanted them to become, to become Christians, so they decided to celebrate his birthday December 25th. Okay. 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 Well, we'll maybe have to back later and, 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 and talk about that. So let's get into why we're really here. Why we're really here is, is to talk about um, of, um, the mindset of, of, of a psychic. Now, um, as we know, some people are a little afraid to really talk about um being psychic, you know, or experiencing the benefits of of a psychic, and where they get readings, uh, they get to understand some things about their lives, and mm-hmm. and maybe make, you know, um, I think sometimes we're afraid to know, <laughs> uh, we're yeah. afraid to know this, and therefore we we you know even outside of being um, being psychic and having the benefit of having the psychic information. Some people don't even want to know that they're sick, you know. So sometimes we, we run from true information about ourselves because I believe it, it, it forces us to make a change and to make a choice. That's what I think. Well, I, I, think I agree. That. But the whole thing about being afraid to get a reading is, you know, it has a deep, deep history because the church told people you can't do that, yet they were still doing it. And that's what people don't know. You live in some kind of astrological situation every day of your life. The seven days of the week are all based on the planet, the the seven classic planets. The the reason we got 12 months in a year is based on the 12 zodiac signs. Um, This country, the United States, Ben Franklin, George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, they all practice astrology. So when they casted the signing of the Declaration of Independence, you know, they set a specific time to give birth to this country in a, what they consider to be a good birth. 
And what's pretty amazing to me is that when I look at the, the astrological chart of this country, it is exactly the personality of, of how it is. I mean, it's the sun is in cancer because this country was born in July. And what is cancer? Cancer has to do with nurturing. It has to be with, like, being a big brother or being the mom and taking care of the world. And that's exactly what we do. So let me ask you this one. So my, my sign is Virgo. Uh-huh. My sign is a Virgo. What does the Virgo uh, sign entail? <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, with you, uh, well, I was just talking in general about Virgo. Well, Virgo has to do with service to others. It also has to do with health. Okay. Um, most people that are born under Virgo, are they pay really, really close attention to detail. Uh, the darker side of them is that they're very critical of themselves and of others. Okay? <laughs> so, um, and, you know, because every sign has a dark side, and then every sign, you know, they have their, their good qualities. But the good quality, the main quality of Virgo is that it rules health, and it also has to do with service to others, helping others, and very dependable Virgos are. Okay, very dependable. I, I like that. And you know what? I, I'm really okay with being honest with, with, with myself. You know, good, bad, or, or indifferent. I, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. So I'm okay with that by the end of this show, I've learned some different things about myself. Yeah. So, with okay. that being said, <laughs> let's talk a little bit more about, about, about Virgos. Okay. Uh, well, the opposite sign of Virgo, every every zodiac sign has an opposite sign. And generally, when you think about opposites, you think that's not a, a good thing. But in this instance of the zodiac wheel, it is a good thing. The opposite sign of Virgo is Pisces. Virgo is an earth sign. And Pisces is a water sign. These signs have what each other needs. Okay? Oh. Yeah. So... Pisces man, is that what you're trying to say? I, I shouldn't look well, for a Pisces man. A Pisces man would be your best match. But see, I, I practice real astrology, which means, you know, when you were born, the sun was in Virgo. You know, the sun was in Virgo. So what that means is, is that all the other planets, your Venus, your Mars, all that, that matters too. So you could meet somebody who's not necessarily a person with sun in Pisces. They could, this man could have his Venus. In Pisces, and it, it could match your son. It could have this attraction to your son. So if you don't have that. When we speak in terms of the son only, mm, no, that's not it. I mean, because all of us are not going to fit in the 12 signs comfortably. It's 7 billion people, and we all don't fit in a sign. That's why when I do astrological charts, I have to have the specific time you were born, the date, and the place, because it gives me the alignment at that moment of your birth, and it tells me exactly who you are. So just because you're a Virgo, oh, wow. you meet you meet a Pisces man, doesn't mean that okay this is this is the match. It means that your son may match his, but there's a whole lot of other stuff that has to go along with that. Oh, this is so deep. I'm, I'm sitting over here taking notes, and, and I hope that the listeners are. I, I am taking notes because I'm really trying to understand um, the breakdown of of the signs and um, and how they interact depending on 
I guess, when you were born. It, yeah, it's based time. on when you were born. Astrology <clears throat> is it goes by the theory of, I don't know, are you a wine drinker? I am a wine drinker. Okay, well, I'm, I don't I don't go to the, the wine stuff and all that, but I do, do know that um, when it comes to wine, if you get wine that was grown from grapes from a certain time of the year, that wine is of, of a certain specific flavor. And that's the way astrology is. That moment you were born gives us the quote-unquote flavor of that moment, and it makes you who you are. So what? So I was born September 16, 1968, at 3.48 p.m. Okay. What amazing, amazing thing was happening in the world. <laughs> Uh, it was it, I, honestly, it was quite amazing because. <laughs> well, listen to this: when you were born, not only was the sun in Virgo, Pluto was in Virgo, Jupiter and Uranus. So you're what we call very Virgo. You got a lot of Virgo in your chart. Okay, so what does that exactly mean? I mean, because I know what the planet me, each planet, and how it works, and how it works in that sign. Um, you like to figure out stuff. You're very investigative, you know. I don't think that you're nosy. You just know how to proffer information because you're very curious. You understand that? Um, you can, and that's interesting that you spoke a little bit earlier about um, people think you may be a little pushy. Well, you were born with the sun conjunct Pluto, and that, that can come over a little bit, um, a little overbearing, and not on purpose, it's just kind of who you are, you know? And even though the sun, Uranus, Pluto, and Jupiter were all in Virgo at, the, at your birth, you also have a rising sign. And your rising sign is the sign that was rising in the east. And how that works is whatever your rising sign is, is kind of how people see you, or how you come off to the world. And your rising sign is Capricorn. So you got a lot of earth in your chart. And what, what does a Capricorn rising or, or ascendant mean? Well, it means that people probably see you a little bit more stuffy or biz, more business-like than you really are. You're probably more down to earth in that, in that kind of way. But people think that you may be a little bit tougher than you are. Let me ask you this. <clears throat> Coming up, were you like, even if you weren't the oldest, were you like kind of the leader Around the group of people or whoever you're you've been been around. Both, I I, I am the oldest and and, and I've always oh. been the leader. Ah, uh, okay. Well, that has to do with your rising sign. Even though you're Virgo, you like you like details. You like to investigate stuff, all of that. But you also have that Capricorn rising. And then your moon sign is very important. You were born with the moon in Cancer, so <clears throat> in your in your natal chart, you got twelve houses. Each house represents an aspect of your life, okay? And for you, your moon is in the seventh house, which has to do with relationships. Now, I don't know the history of your relationships, but would you say that you, you nurture these relationships to the point where, you know, you can be a little bit motherly to your, your, the person you're dating? Um, I, would say, I would say that I am I'm overprotective. You know, okay. and, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, in general, loved ones, 
Israel, protective of them, but not to be hurt. But I don't know what, what do you mean motherly, as in uh, enabling so, kind of motherly or just nurturing. I take care you want you like you just said it right there, being overprotective. Nurturing has to do with our our motherly instincts, and if you're very protective of a person, that that has to do with that, you know. And you could um, you, you're right, definitely can indicate that you're overly protective, you know, or you can be, or you have that, you know, that ability to be that way. And okay. not only that, I think that. Um, just kind of looking at your chart overall. How about it's in your chart to be a talk show host? Get out. Yes, it is. Get out of here. <clears throat> because the third house, okay, the third house rules communication, how we communicate, okay? So you were born with the moon's north node, which is what we call our destiny point, and it's in your third house. So there's something about what you're doing, and it wasn't random, however you believe it happened. It has to do with why you're here, a part of the reason that you're here. And I don't know, when you were younger or whatever, there's still some kind of show business element to what it is that you're here for, too, or something that you've always wanted to do, which is interesting, too. So the whole talk show forum you know, being out in front of people, that's always been really appealing to you. So I would say with the Moon's North Node being in your house of communication, you're fulfilling part of the reason that you're here. Oh, my God. You know, mm-hmm. Wayne, I, I ever, Wayne, and to those who are listening, I have never, ever had a reading before, ever. I've never had a reading before. So this mm-hmm. is quite enlightening uh, to me. And... Wayne and I have never talked about some of the things I do professionally. Like I, I am an investigator. That that are you? Not, that, that, <laughs> I am an investigator. You know, I didn't he, know that. he only knew socially and, and talk show host. So uh, this is interesting. So what what are and for those of you on Facebook Live, if you've been able to hear some of the things he said about me, and you know this to be true, please give us some thumbs up. Give us some thumbs up if you were able to hear some of the things he said to describe who I am. We just want to give credibility that this thing is real and, and it does work. So when you talked about some of the great things, right, some of the good things about um, me and, and, and this reading, you also mentioned that there is that there's some dark sides. So so what are some challenging areas for me? What are the stumbling spots for me? What 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 are what are my difficulties in life and how can I overcome them? Because I mean I want to get my best like great at this. So 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 give give a girl a give me some information. <laughs> well we all want to live our best life. You were born with the moon how do I explain this? I try not to talk too astrological because people would be like, what are you talking about? Um when I look at a natal chart, I look at how the planets interact with each other. And sometimes they're challenging aspects, and then sometimes they're good aspects. Now, you were born with the moon, square, Venus, and Mercury. Okay, well, what does that mean? Well, first of all, a square is a very challenging aspect. So in your relationships, you tend to be overly emotional. You tend to sometimes jump to conclusions. And you can also be a little bit clingy. And I don't know if you're really aware of that, but that's kind of, you know, part of, part of the lesson that you're here to learn, okay, 
or learn not to be that way. Um, you're also born, this is an interesting aspect to me because a lot of people that, um, like, powerful people have this placement. You were born with Mars in Leo. Like, your president was born with Mars in Leo. Beyonce was born with Mars in Leo. Serena Williams was born with Mars in Leo. That has to do with a strong drive, a strong determination to overcome whatever it is that, that's put in front of you. Well, I know we were supposed to be talking about your challenges, but that's something that actually caught my eye. Um, as I told you before, you have a lot of Virgo in your chart, and that tends to make somebody overly critical, sometimes of themselves and of other people. You know, because you pay attention to everything. Nothing gets past you, you know. Uh, let me see what else is going on here. The, the Capricorn rising, to me, is good because it definitely has to do with the fact that, you know, you do like to lead, you do like to show people the way or whatever, but you also worry about your reputation a lot. You worry about what other people think about you and how other people see you. Is that true? Yeah, I, I call it protecting the brand. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I mean, you can protect the brand without being overly, overly concerned about it, and that's that's some of the Capricorn rising here, um, that that you have going on. And you know what? <clears throat> I was no, noticing here we call them transits. So I take your chart with where the planets were when you were born, and I I can see here where the planets are now and where they've been in the past year or so. You've had Saturn go across your ascendant. Now, Saturn brings structure and that kind of thing to life, and it also rids us of different people and different situations that no longer serve us. Can I ask you something personal? What's been going on in your love life in the past year? Uh, me and life, is it... I'm not in a committed relationship. I have been dating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it probably is a little bit off in, in, in that you haven't really been able to find the right fit. Probably for the last year, year and a half, it's just, you know, not been a whole lot of what you want. But that transit is pretty much over, which is good. So probably within the next year, year and a half or so, there's some kind of nice committed relationship that's going to be coming your way. Oh, that's good to know. That's very true about a year and a half. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Mm. And let me just see real quick here. What else we got? Uh, uh, two. Oh, um, that's, okay, that, I'm getting ahead of myself here because I did a chart for your show. But I'm getting ahead of myself. But go ahead. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, for the show? Oh, my God. I didn't know there was such a thing. Every, oh every, look, your car has a birth. We could go and find the day that that car was manufactured, and we could do a chart for that car. Your couch, everything has a birth. And that's how astrology is. It takes the birth because that creates that. Remember I said that's that moment in time of what that is. So we can look at that moment in time and kind of get details about how it's going to live or what's going to go on. And wait a minute, I thought you had a co-host. Why is he quiet? Uh, he is uh, working in the back scene. He's working okay. in the back scene. You know, because people, you know, I don't know why, but I do know why, I guess, but 
um, I, I'm on certain radio shows and like some of the hosts or whatever will leave the room when I'm on because they're just so frazzled and against what I do, which I just find that amazing. So I was just being sure that wasn't the case. <laughs> be, be you ready to join, are you ready to join the show? You just gonna hang out in the back. I'd like to talk to him to see what is he is he purposely being hanging out in the back because I'm on here. Well, you know, normally he has a lot to say. So uh, normally he has a lot to say, very, very opinionated. Uh, right. I don't know what his deal is. Well, bring him on in. I, I, I would like to have a conversation with him if he's willing. Okay. Well, let's see what um, whoever Whoever else that has these issues with, with what I do, what they don't understand is that the Catholic Church has the biggest library of astrological information in the entire world. And, of course, the Catholic Church and most churches in general preach against astrology and getting readings and that kind of thing. And one of the first lines in the Bible is about the signs, <clears throat> the signs in the moon and the stars. So, you know, I think that religion has really, really kind of kept people away from this because they know the power of it. Even though they were the the priest and all of those people, they were still practicing astrology, but telling the masses, "Don't y'all do that. That's the devil." And at one point in history, it was only everybody everybody did astrology. And then Emperor Constantine came along, and he was like, "Well, I don't think y'all need to be doing this." And this is the emperor that changed the uh, the Sabbath from Saturday into Sunday because he felt like, you know, Sunday is a better day. And it also had to do with the fact that he used to worship the sun. So he changed the Sabbath from Saturday until Sunday. And people don't know this. It's all man-made, but we somehow believe that it all came from God. It came from man. (laughs) Okay. So there you go. You know, the um, let me just say, take a quick pause for the call just to say that if you are listening out there and you're interested in asking Wayne a question, please post your questions if you're on Facebook Live. I'm going to try to get them to him. Or if you'd like to dial in and ask the question yourself, dial 847-855-8743 and press 1, and you can get your question on the air. So if you have a question for Wayne, we'll take it down. You can dial in or you can the questions on Facebook Live. All right. So, Wayne, you, you said that um, while we are waiting for folks to dial in and ask a question, mm-hmm. can you um, give a brief synopsis of what you um, see for the show? And then we'll oh. go in and take calls. Well, at the, the you did it May 1st, 2010, right? That's the date that I have. So on that day, and listen carefully because, like I said, I talk in astrology and sometimes it may be a little bit difficult. So all of the planets, you know, they they, what we call rule a certain thing. So on that particular day, the sun, you know, the sun was conjunct Mercury. Mercury rules communication, okay? And the sun is kind of the essence of who we are. So on that day... And I, again, I don't know what your intentions were when you started this blog talk, uh, blog thing or whatever. On that day, the essence of who you are was joined in with Mercury, so you became that day a talk show host. Even though, you know, of course, it's already in your chart, that's when the planets align to give birth 
to your career as a talk show host. You, did you do any other talk stuff prior to that day? Um, prior to that day, yeah, I did. At that time, I was advocating for lymphoma, and I was speaking out about that blood cancer, and that's how I became exposed to just online radio platforms. So I had probably been doing that about four months. Ah, uh, okay. Okay, well, then that, that totally makes sense. And, again, this wasn't a random thing. And, see, that's what astrology does. It it reflects what's going on here up in the sky. So Sun conjunct Mercury, the essence of soy, who she is, is going to be communicating or speaking out on her platform that has to do with a podcast. And she was already born with moons are known in the third house, also with Pluto, I mean, I'm sorry, with Neptune in the tent. So a talk show venue with an entertainment twist to it was born, and that's part of your destiny. So I think that that's really, really interesting, you know? Oh, wow. That is really interesting. Oh, this is what I also wanted to mention to you. you um, the way your face looks, like your, your structure and your teeth, that also has to do with your uh, Capricorn rising. Okay, and why I wanted to bring that up is because the ruler of your ascendant is in the third house. Again, another vote for you being a talk show person. Um, but also our ascendant has to do with how we look. Okay, and people with Capricorn rising generally have good teeth and great bone structure. So there you go. And I know that you do. You have really good teeth and the structure of your face is really nice. So, Yeah. I'm just pulling out everything that I possibly can in here while we're talking. Yeah, I see. I almost want to press mute. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we have a question. We have a couple of questions. Um, people are calling in, and they have a few questions for you. Who are we taking first? Arnold. Arnold. Anna. Anna. Anna has a question for you. So we're going to welcome Anna. Oh, is Anna on air? Yeah, I'm here. Hi, Anna. How are you? Hi. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I would also like if you could see anything about my career or anything, I would appreciate it. Okay. Now, if I'm going to do that, I'll have to use my, my cards. For that. Okay. And I'll pull them. What is your birthday? Uh, it's January. January twenty eighth. All right. Let's see. So uh, you just, you just want to know anything about your career? Because I have about. Uh, so if there's any change coming. Okay. Get a good shuffle here. <clears throat> uh, yes. Now, what's interesting to me, they're they're needed to make change for a while. Finally, there's okay. going to be change that really, really happens between now and probably May, June. Um, is this some, are you in a relationship right now? No. Okay, there's something about love or something about wanting to be in a relationship that's really, really kind of, uh, it kind of consumes you more than it should, okay? But okay. But there's major change here, new opportunity in the spring, no later than May, okay? 
Okay. Sounds so, good. And you, you know what? If you're not in a relationship, you actually are about to be, and you got to learn not to become clingy and obsessive. Right. I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. <laughs> it's okay, though, but just as Crazy. long as you're that, just don't try not to do that. Okay? It works again. I know, I know. I know. Exactly. All right? Okay. I can't believe it. It's happening. Okay, thank you. All right. What a wonderful news. Wonderful news. All right. Thank you. Anna, question. Oh, that was fun, right? That was fun. Good for Anna. She got her question answered. So good. Good for her. Right. So, so thank you, Wayne. I'm still waiting for Brandon to come in there. I'm going to work on Brandon, but while I work on Brandon, uh, let us know uh, or let the audience know how they can get in contact with you for a reading and where they can find you. Sure. You can hit me up on my site at PsychicWayne1.com, PsychicWayne1.com, or you can also call me at 888-929-6307. If you can't remember that, just remember 888-WAYNE07. You can also follow me on Facebook where you can get your daily horoscope, weekly horoscope, and all that good stuff. Uh, Facebook, Psychic Wayne, and also follow me on Instagram at Psychic Wayne One. Psychic Wayne One. All right. Good. Uh, good. Before um, before we end the show, and while we allow Psychic Wayne to clear his throat, let me make a few announcements that I need to share before so in. Um, as you know, uh, outside of, of doing the show, I do a lot of events in the community where I'm speaking, uh, doing training, hosting empowerment seminars and workshops to work with groups. Um, I want to say that tomorrow I have a workshop with tomorrow's workshop is with um, A4DE, a nonprofit organization. I'll be doing the team building exercise there with the team to help them identify their characteristics, personality traits, so they can, can can work together. So I'm looking forward to doing that and posting that on Facebook as well as my um, shout out to those who come into the Heritage Ball. It's going to kick off. I will be hosting some social events, of course. One is going to be the Double Dutch Championship. That will be done with me and my girl, Michelle Austin Brown, here this night. Trophy that we're looking for someone to take home, and uh, the trophy reads Double Dutch Champions Heritage Ball 2019, and that will take place on Saturday morning during the fitness gym. So go to um, it's, it's on my site. It actually is on my it's on my webpage. I'm sorry. You can also find information on Heritage Ball's website and the Heritage Ball Facebook page. So check that out. Double Dutch contest coming up. Want to jump? We're still looking for jumpers. Inbox me or, or call me. Five one five. I got soy. Inbox me or call me. Five. I got soy. We still need jumpers. Another thing I have going on is Battle of the Sexes. One of my newest games, Battle of the Sexes, where the men challenge the women to find out who know most. Who know more about the opposite sex? 
The men play against the women. Three on three teams. We still have space for team and individual players if you so desire. This, too, is going to take place at the Heritage Ball. And as you see, I have this beautiful trophy you can take home, which gives you the award of being the champion sexologist. That could be you. Battle of the Sexes. Again, on Saturday, during the Heritage Ball weekend. Visit my website or call me. I got so excited that I can play the game. So where is my co-host? Is he still hiding out? Tell him I don't want to read him. I just wanted to get his, his feeling about what I do. That's all. I don't want to give him a reading. I don't force my services on people, but it's always interesting to me to hear why people kind of don't like to be around it or have issues with it. I like to hear those reasons. I think that maybe having some technical problems. I know he would have wanted to be on the show. I know the tech has been working with him. To try to okay. get um, this, so I I know that he's not in the area, so that could be why. Okay. He, he missed. He missed out. He missed out on a good show. This was awesome. This was <laughs> awesome. So so Wayne, uh, how often people generally um, get get readings, and, and and how do they respond to the information that, that they receive? Well, I don't I don't know that I mean they're not gonna call me every day. You know, if something comes up <clears throat> we need to check it out or you have a big event going and we can kinda <clears throat> and I can kinda give you some kind of insight on um, you know, or some clarity on how it all kinda work out for you. But well, I like to give the truth, you know. And people do respond okay to the truth. I mean, even in my own reading, sometimes it's stuff that I don't wanna or whatever, but, you know, it is what it is. I, at least you got a heads up. If something is not going to work out the way we expect it, yeah, we, we, we can know that, you know. Or if something is going to really work out, you know, we can put forth extra effort to be sure that that, you know, gives us what it is we're trying to get. And, you know, I have a lot of the, 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 the celebrities and all those kind of people who want their projects or whatever they want them to be birthed, quote, unquote, um, Nicely, so we'll pick a time and a day to schedule that and see what the planets are for that day. And if that's a good day, then we roll with it. If it's not, then we don't. And that's what I do a lot of too. When people are getting married, they wanna they wanna give their marriage a really good birth. You know, I think if Katy Perry just got engaged, no, she should not have gotten engaged right now. Looking at her chart, you know, so. Astrology isn't magic. It's just about timing. It's about timing things and giving things a good birth. You know, and astrology came about because that's how we calculate time, you know? So, yeah. All right. I think we have one. Do we have time? We take one quick call from Katie. All right, Katie, we're down to nine minutes into the show, so we're going we're gonna to bring on her mic and let Katie ask her question. Welcome to the show, Katie. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. Good morning, both Good morning. of you. Um, I would like to move, and I'm just wondering how I can bring that back about, like, energetically, mentally, like, I'm ready to move from the location I'm staying at to somewhere else. Okay. You think about moving, relocating out of town or just locally? 
both. I don't. I'm open to wherever. All right. Well, let's see what they have to say. I think you asked about how to do it in a. Is that what you just asked me? What was your question? I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying. I want to move. And if anything, because you know, sometimes you have to maybe do things energetically or mentally. You know what I mean? To to move. It's not always just about having money to move. You know. All right. Well, let's take a look. I'm sorry. What was your birthday? Um, December twenty sixth. Okay, have you been trying to move or thinking about moving for a while now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Hold on. <clears throat> okay, well, the only thing that's really kept you back has been more you, more uh, illusions of bigger obstacles here. The truth of it is you are moving is going to change your life for the good. You appear to be also running from some stuff, some emotional stuff. I don't know if this has to do with people or a person or whatever, but moving away, like mm-hmm. to another city or, or another state or what have you, gives you a brand new life. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. you haven't been able to make this happen. And there's a part of you that feels like you're kind of running on a treadmill, but mm-hmm. ultimately there is a move here. It's probably not going to be within the next couple of months. Okay. Um, if you uh-huh. do move within the next couple of months, it's probably not going to be the right time. I would give this, you know, maybe another three months, uh, and this will be better timing for you. You have no idea what's in store for you, and I don't know what's been keeping you back, but you've got a whole brand new life that's going to be waiting on you, and I need you to do what you need to do to, to make this happen. <clears throat> Thank you. And you, so you think it's going to be an out-of-town move or... Because I'm well, open to moving I, locally to me, or out of town. Okay. To me, this is saying that uh, out of the city or out of the specifically out of the area that you're in is yeah. really, really a good idea. But if you move locally, that in effect still is going to make some changes for you. I just think ultimately you are going to leave the area, even if you don't leave this year. Okay. Well, thank you. You are right on. You have no idea. I think I've been having like. I'm a, I think I have a fear of living alone, and I kind of moved back in with my family, and it's been hell. Well, you know what? Yeah, those situations can be difficult, but you're going to have to have gratitude about it because the truth of it is is that nobody else, who else are you going to live with? You want to live with your friends, right. living with the family. That's true. Make that work for you until you can get your way out. But that's the thing that, that really strikes me here that you've been trying for so long. You need to get to the root of why this hasn't been able to happen because, you know, it's coming up in, on a time now where it really needs to happen, you know? Yes, 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 I will, I will. Thank you, thank you so much. You're very welcome. Okay. Good luck for Katie, and thank you so much for calling in. Oh, my goodness, this is so much fun. I love it. I, I love the energy of, of hearing the people get excited, you know, just about their lives. And just kudos to you all for being brave enough to call in and ask the question. So thank you and kudos to you. You know, go after what you want. Well, yeah, you, you do. And that's the thing I try to tell people. It's not anything to fear, getting some kind of clarity or guidance on the decisions that you're making. You know, I'm not going to tell you that you're going to die because there's no there's no death in my cards and there's no death in Australia. It's hard to predict that. Now, if somebody died, we can look at the transit and see, oh, okay, well, I see it now. But you can't predict 
death or anything. And I don't know. I think some people worry about that. Heck, I'm not trying to predict my own death, let alone me predicting <laughs> yours. So, you know, people just have a kind of a, a screwed idea about what I do. Well, I, I hope that um, at least for the, the folks who hung out in the cafe with me, that they are beginning to see, um, experience it, you know, on, on the air with, with, with me, what uh, astrology is and what it's like to, to get a reading. Uh, I mean, this has been eye-opening for me. Uh, for those of you who are just joining in early, so we had some preliminary conversation, and then Psychic Wayne began to do a reading on me. What what he said about me was that based on the time in which I was born and, and the way that things were aligned, that I am a person who wants to give service to others. Um, he mentioned that I have investigative traits, and I'm curious. For those of you who know me, I am an investigator, and he did not know that. He did not know that. And, and he also said that, being um, a talk show host was in line for me based on the timing in which I was born. So um, that was enlightening for me to, to know that, you know, I, I'm living the life that I was, was supposed to live. And, and I think that it takes work to do that, you know, to find out about yourself, to learn yourself, and, and to take, take care of yourself. So I appreciate when you being in the cafe uh, with me doing this segment. Now, I want you all to just hang tight because we're going to stay out in, in Facebook land for a few more minutes, so we're going to be shutting down Block Talk Radio. Before we're doing so, when you want to say anything to the people, again, shout out your number, your information before we close out the show. Sure. Uh, I'm very happy that you allowed me to come on. I'm always open to kind of put out the word that what I do is not the devil, is not evil, none of that, because it all comes from God. God created heaven and earth. And every, when you go to church on Sunday and you do the Lord's Prayer and it says, on earth as it is in heaven, that comes straight from astrology. But um, just, again, just thank you for allowing me on. And my site, again, is PsychicWayne1.com. That's PsychicWayne, the number one, dot com. Or call me at 888 929-6307, or if you can't remember that, 888-WAYNE07. Also follow me on Facebook, Psychic Wayne, and also follow me on Instagram, at Psychic Wayne one Alrighty. Okay. I just love this show, Coffee Talk with Soy. That is your new morning show where real talk happens every Saturday at 10 a.m. I'd like to thank the listeners and the guests for joining me in the cafe today. What a wonderful time we had. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Don't forget to download the app, Coffee Talk with Soy, from your app store. It's available on iTunes and Google Play. Stay connected. Stay connected, folks, by visiting the website, coffeetalkwithsoy.com, as well as looking for us under your social media sites. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the name Coffee Talk with Soy. Remember, the size of the problem is never the issue. Remember, it's the size of you. Be great because you are awesome. Tell them Soy said so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. Bye-bye.